Hello and welcome to another version of Sky Blue Stories podcast with Sean Maloney, James Piacenton and Jonathan Finger. It's been, well, it hasn't been a busy week actually from the footballing world. We uh, delayed recording as we all know um, by a day just to see if we could get some content for you on what the update was from the FFA uh, at 6.15pm on Wednesday evening. Uh, we're still yet to hear anything, unfortunately, but we carry on and uh, the whole team is here again this week. Sean, welcome. Hello, Jonathan. Good to see you. Good to hear you. Always a pleasure. Never a chore. Mm, mm, that's not what you usually say. How about James? Uh, Jimmy, welcome, mate. Jonathan, Sean, I'd also like to extend a very happy welcome to Zachariah. Yeah, I can well. hear him as well. <laughs> uh, we're, um, we're recording a bit earlier tonight, so he's uh, he hasn't gone sleepy bye-byes yet, sadly. Um, and, and it's impressive, James. You're um, talking to us from, what, the Starship Enterprise? The <laughs> oh, my God, it's a Star Destroyer. Sean. So it's a Star Destroyer. Sorry, I... Star Trek and Star Wars fans are just offended. Sorry. Yeah. For everyone listening at home, we record through an app, but we uh, have each other up on Skype so we can give each other hand signals, take our shirts off and look at each other. We're uh, cool. Admire each other, rather. We're cool. Um, but, of course, through Skype, you can change your background, as is the trend at the moment. So I downloaded a bunch of Star Wars ones, and here we are. Nice. Nice. I've stayed true to the podcast and boring because that's who I am. And I have the uh, Sky Blue Stories logo in my background. Thank you, Mr. Jude Dalton. Dalton. Um, <laughs> once again, getting the shout outs in early. Um, the club has been exceptionally busy and not just the club, but the entire Australian footballing world uh, in social media with, with the COVID-19 yeah. situation. Um, we've had, uh, again, the club with, with Dave Carney, Sash Petrovsky, Alex Wilkinson, I think the boss, uh, Mr. Townsend, is on again tomorrow night, potentially. Um, but also what we're going to talk about a little bit later on is um, six of the golden generation appeared on an Optus uh, Zoom meeting, uh, which was very, very insightful and uh, <laughs> very, very frustrating at the same time because, uh, as someone uh, commented in the socials this week, everyone knows what the problems are, yet we haven't done anything for a decade uh, or more. So we'll have our own thoughts on that a little bit later. Um, Sean, social media correspondent, mate. Yeah, what, yeah. Uh, uh, you, you've, you wear many hats. I'm, I'm a Japanese correspondent, quiz master, social yeah. media. Yeah. Imagine if this pandemic thing happened like, I don't know, 20 years ago. Or thirty years ago, no, we, we <laughs> what would he have done with this? <laughs> um, a, there probably wouldn't be a podcast in the first place. Uh, but B, with all this um, content that we're getting through the club, and I'm sure other clubs are doing the same. But um, we we got an interview from a, a beloved son of Sydney FC. You know, he had two stints with the club. Super Dave, Super David Carney. David Carney. Um, it, it, when it popped up that he was going to come on to the on, on to Sydney FC, I guess, would you want to call it? I got very excited. He's one of my favourite Sydney FC players. Inaugural member back mm. in 2005, one of the last two players to join that team. Um, he's living mm. up in Newcastle these days. And um, I'd forgotten that, you know, he once 
in, in an academy sense, uh, a youth sense, he did play alongside Wayne Rooney in a uh, youth Not FFA bad. Cup for Arnold. I think Not it was. They lost 4-1. Four, lost four, they lost Aston. Yeah, wow. Yeah, lost, lost Aston. And uh, on the back of that, Dave said, like, you know, us making the final was all, all Wayne's doing. He just was scoring goals left, right and centre. <laughs> and and then um, I think he said on the back of that um, FFA Cup youth run that they had and making the final that Rooney then makes the first team. Mm. And he scores. Did he score in his debut, Rooney? That mad turn and hit. Yeah. He did. Anyway, but um, he had two stints for us, 16 goals. Uh, probably no more important than uh, any goals that came in a derby against the scum. That's true. Um, I read that comment you wrote on the run sheet, Sean. I actually thought his uh, his most important non-goal was um, was the Ooh. effort was the effort in the twenty sixteen seventeen grand final. The um, handball, the not handball. No, no, that was you, that was in the was grand the, final. Yeah, uh, Rooney or Maradona, <laughs> Dave. Dave Carty. Uh, he's like Wayne Rooney um, and Maradona combined. The white Pele. He's the white Pele. Um, Definitely likes drugs. So, wait, wait. Dave, Maradona? <laughs> I'm so confused. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, you put Rooney in that too, I, I, I reckon. Well, I mean, Dave, Khan's probably seems like, seems like a bit of a stoner, but uh, Broski, Broski explained that for us. He just... Um, just basically thought about football and, and, and that was about it. Um, but Khan's, um, the good thing about Dave is that he, he spreads across the entire Sydney FC history. So he was there in the, uh, in the formative years uh, and then obviously came back um, for that, that record breakers season. So he, he's known by every, every Sydney FC fan really, but the effort in the grand final when he came on off the bench and um, played a little faint to let the ball run on into the box and then fired the shot in at Lawrence Thomas for Ryan Grant to... to pick up the... the, the, the yeah, pick up his um, is, is something that will live long in the, uh, in the memory. Yeah. Can we just... Um, it's slightly off the David Carney topic, but since we brought him up, if you're bored in isolation, watch a YouTube comp compilation of Wayne Rooney's best goals Ooh. because he's got some absolute bangers and if you just want to be entertained for good goals by a shit human David <laughs> uh, sorry David Carney Wayne Rooney oh, he's um, nothing to look at really at least enjoy he can play football yeah but... yeah definitely they um... I wish I was that I just got all the good looks <laughs> can't kick a ball to save myself <laughs> But like he had the, the goal from halfway, he had the the bicycle kick that I think got the what's that goal award that gets nominated? Puskas, Puskas, yeah, Puskas, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's an, back, right yeah. he an all right player. Yeah, he's an all right player. Yeah, he's only England's top goal scorer. But but this is uh, but this is about FC. Super Dave. Sydney FC. Um, yeah, lots of love for um, lots of love for for Dave Carney. Um, yeah. He's been a bit of a journeyman. I, I looked him up on good old Wikipedia, and unless the um, the the info on that is not updated, he's he's been a bit of a journeyman, and he's been around, mm. and he hasn't. Other than his times at Sydney FC, he hasn't had. Um, yeah, just wait for that police car to go by. Don't let's keep my head down. You're right, Sean. <laughs> I didn't do it. Don't let's go. twice if you need help. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Dog- in isolation. I didn't do anything. Doggies. Um, yeah. <laughs> Another Molotov. Um, but um, no, he hasn't, you know, he's at Hamilton Ackies, as, as Grant mentioned, Blackpool. Uh, probably Sheffield United was probably where he got his, his longest stint, you know, in a country not of Australia. And I forgot he even played at New York Red Bulls with, with um, that Henri bloke. He played, guy. he played in Uzbekistan, didn't he? Did he? I thought he might have played in in Uzbekistan at one point for Bunjakor or someone. But um, oh yes, 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 that's also one of yep. He, he certainly, um, as they say, saw the world uh, through football. Mm. Yeah, he did. He did. Quite just, a uh, few appearances for the Socceroos. Uh, you know, he's mostly an attacking player, playing on, on on out wide. But he also jumped out at the fullback a bit, does hasn't he? Yeah, for, yeah, he he's he definitely filled several roles for the national team, and he was one of the first players picked um, just post just post two thousand six World Cup. So he was sort of that bridge um, between the two thousand six two thousand ten World Cup teams. And um, as as mentioned on his feature uh, from the club, um, represented the Socceroos at the two thousand and ten World Cup, which uh, we forget that apart from that four nil shellacking in the first game of that World Cup, you know, Socceroos mm. probably go through to the round of 16 there as well. So Yeah. But then we moved on to one of Sydney SC's uh, most prolific goal scorers in Sasha Petrovsky. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'd love uh, that interview, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that the camera turns on and there he is, <laughs> what basically looks like, you know, dressed head to toe in Adidas. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and as, uh, and he just goes, how are you going? How are you? How are you? And I'm just like, oh, so ethnic. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> love it. I didn't realise um, his uh, Macedo- Macedonian uh, background. Maso. Maso, apparently, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's uh, based in the Gong, doing a bit of security work. Um, I could have sworn he, well, he did have a stint overseas. I thought he had some longer or more stints overseas, but he only went over to Viborg for in, in Denmark mm. across 01 to 03, but he mostly bounced around the the NSL and uh, A-League clubs. He played for every New South Wales-based A-League club that were in the comp while he was playing. Um, yeah, Sydney FC, Central Coast, Jets. Mm, um, wow. Not my so, yeah. But a great, a great finisher, um, always played off the shoulder, um, yeah, just again, uh, as he, as he, as he alluded to in his interview, um, you know, he just had, I guess, had that instinct that, that poachers, that finishes instinct and, um, you know, was, was deadly in, in the, in the 18 yard box. So, um, good memories of Sash, um, partnered, you know, had a couple of strike partners along the years, you know, Zrilich, uh, obviously Dwight York in the first season, um, Broski even in the in the second season, so yeah, uh, big sash. Really good to really good to hear from him, and um, yeah, he's he's he seems to be doing well post football. Yeah, he seemed relaxed, just totally chilled out. Yeah. Uh, then we had uh, one of our current favourite sons, uh, Wilco, but he, his interview, or well, it's not, he, it wasn't necessarily an interview, more of a Q and A. You know, fans. Members of the club sending in uh, sending in questions through the emails and through the Facebook live chat, um, mm. and then I you know I jump on Wikipedia again, and um, I think consistency 
would be one of the words to describe Alex Wilkinson. Yeah. Um, terrific yeah. club career. Still- you know, he's he had a long stint with the uh, Central Coast Mariners, 101 now for us. Is it 101? Yeah, or, that sounds about right. Yeah, for us, um, he went overseas, of course, to uh, Jumbuk. Ironically enough, more or less, um, who we've got in our group. Yeah. If that's ever going to happen again, I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, you know, he, he's had quite a very good club career. He probably doesn't get the accolades that he deserves. Um, six appearances win, for the Socceroos. Did he win, Sean, when he was at John Bok? Did he win Korean player, like K-League player of the year or something while he was He there? might have because John Bok has, I think, is the, the most successful K-League club. So um, he might have been up there, yeah. Hmm. And that's, that's that's pretty awesome to win that as a centre-back if that's the case. So somebody look that up, maybe Kevin, somebody. There's <laughs> a first Kevin reference for the pod. Just have to get that in there. Um uh, <laughs> uh, I like it, yeah, Kevin. Hashtag fan. I like that. <laughs> um, you know, he's, he's just said that they're working on some individual training programs, um, a bit of strength and conditioning. But I'd like, I had a little think. It just kind of popped into my head. I mean, you might see that on the run sheet, boys. That um, how long is he contracted for? How much? He, he, he's not young. Uh, next year, I certainly... believe. Yeah. It's 35, yeah, isn't he's it? certainly not slowing up necessarily either. Next year, definitely. I think that... Oh, he's definitely be. getting slow. Yeah, speak for yourself. But um, <laughs> who do you see succeeding him? Do you reckon we'd look abroad? Do you reckon we'd look somewhere across the A-League? Do we see like a, a Flotman or a... Um, yeah, who else was there am I thinking no. of? Gaza. At the moment, so at the moment, number one and two are Wilco and McGowan, right? Um, mm-hmm. McGowan signed for a couple of years. Um, it'll be really interesting to see, actually, after that, um, Mrs. Mrs. McGowan, Mrs. Ryan, is uh, about to give birth, about a month away, I saw on the socials as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe, hopefully, they'll be nice and settled in Sydney for a couple of years to come. Um, but you've got Wilco one and two, and then you've got Benny Warland, Yes, um, yeah. and, and Patrick Flotman. I reckon Warland, I mean, he was on a great run of form. Uh, if you remember, uh, was it not last year, not last season? Oh, yeah, it would have been last season. And he uh, did his ACL um, yeah. at, at the worst time, as a lot of these um, young players do. As just as they sort of make their way into the team and, and, and start playing very well, they, they tend to... Get these do, you he would have, do you reckon he would have got the start over um, Calver if he hadn't have done that injury? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was. He was. He was ahead of Cal's in Calver in the pecking order uh, at the time. There's no doubt about that. Um, saying that, I'd love to get Aaron Calver back when um, when Wilco does uh, really? hang the boots up. Yeah, I, I rate him. I think he's a good, very good player. He's a very good player. Um, okay. He's still very young, but he, uh, for a young defender, I think he's very good. He's a kind of bloke you could, you could have a blinder, um, and then have a horrible mistake in him as well. I get mm. that, but uh, yeah, oh, I've got a lot of time for um, for Aaron Calver. And then moving on with some socials, you know, the clubs posting things like probably one of my, if not, it's probably his. I think I said it was my all-time favourite goal with the beanies. Um, blistering countering tack run against the the scum over at the old Parramatta Stadium. Um, 
it's it's good to see Reedy doing some soccer skills coaching. I think he's <laughs> roped in roped in his kids yeah. uh, to do that. Um, we've seen uh, T, Teresa Polias, showing what she's getting up to in the yep. backyard with a bit of training. Taylor Ray, she popped up it. today. Yeah, happy birthday, yeah. Taylor. Yeah. Um, I, I hope I never find myself at a gym next to her because I, <laughs> I think she'll put me to shame. <laughs> Far out. Um, and Grant's amazing array of indoor plants. I think that's got to be the highlight. All right, Grant. His succulents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was very good. That yeah. was very good. Good content. Jimmy yeah. would have liked that. And uh, just, was it yesterday or the other day, they also showed the uh, the highlights of that um you, me, and uh, was it Andrew? That was at the FF- yeah the F- the FFA Cup game against the Scum. Oh yeah, over at Penrith. That was a great night. Uh, yeah, that was an awesome night. Ordinary first half. Um, they had they had the rub of the green. Yeah, I seem to remember feeling that we were pretty lucky. It was nil all in the first half. Yeah, Red is still tall. I think he got man of the match. Mm. I think if not, um, but then Bahaja just well more Seem Diong. Yeah. That lovely ball through to him, seemed sexy free kick, and then uh, mm. Alfie just absolutely—I don't know how Alfie does it. Like that was a just, semi-final, wasn't it, Sean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, we yeah. played. Yeah, we're in the grand final the following week. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Jimmy, something else interestingly came through <laughs> the paper this week. Um, when I fir- that it did. Uh, when I first saw it, I thought. Is it April 1st? Uh, I thought, oh, this has got to be a prank. It's got to be a joke. <laughs> so the story is, and I'm not sure which paper it's from, but I'm kind of looking at it thinking it's a tabloid newspaper that's fairly right-wing. Um, and it Herald. says, the, the headline, oh, yeah, or the Daily Telegraph. The Batuta um, Advocate. They, yeah, exactly right. <laughs> Uh, police have had to shut down a Sydney FC training session that breached COVID-19 separation rules. A fan, probably a wanderer, nice, uh, mm. drove past their Macquarie Uni training ground last week, saw players on the field and phoned crime stoppers. Sydney FC <laughs> boss Danny Townsend said the club had been threatened with an infringement notice. I thought it was a piece of, uh, I thought it was classified as a place of mm. work and we weren't all training in one group, Townsend said, but they threatened to find us. Uh, I spoke to the superintendent Ride and explained we might have a game in four weeks, but he didn't seem to care. Mm. Uh, so we just called it a day. Well, that now, police officer must have been an AFL fan or a rugby <laughs> union. I'll tell you what, there's a lot to unpack. There, there is. There really is. So let's just go through this. Uh, a fan, probably a wanderer. I mean, Learn to fucking write some journalism. Um, drove past Macquarie Uni. That's Definitely fine. a C Phone word. It. Yeah. Yeah. Absolute custard bucket. Um, we forgot to... Phone crime stoppers. <laughs> Jonathan's... No, no, I just... I'm just watching So I just remembered we forgot to put an advisory on the, on the language and content last week on the pod. But anyway, go on. Go on, James. When have we ever yeah, done? Last week was a bit loose. Now. Last week was loose. Yeah. We never swear. You know what? If we're letting 12-year-olds listen to this, welcome. And may adulthood t- treat you Be good well. to your mother. Uh, See you next Tuesday. Phone. Yeah. And her next Tuesday. Mm. As in. When the pods. Um, um, crime stoppers. Let's get to that point because I've tried three times now. 
Um, why? Why just, just they're all in uniform. Like you don't have a bunch of exclusive brethren running around a field playing with a football. It's fine. They're probably meant to be there. Ask some questions before you jump in and be a little dilly dobber. Sydney FC boss Danny Townsend said the club had been threatened. So it's actually a non-story because we were threatened and not actually fined. Correct. So there we go. Threatened. Uh, classified as a place of work. Correct. And I think that's what people are getting pissed off about this whole quarantine shutdown thing is that the rules seem to be selectively yeah, applied. It's, in, it's too much interpretation. Um, it's a lot of grey areas. Yeah, and I'm fine with locking us down, but just be really blank. Well, if, if in Victoria, it would have been put into the gulags, I guess. So. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of gulags. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go downstairs for a minute. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so, look, bit of a non-starter. It's tabloid journalism, so which is day. to be expected from this news page. Pretty funny. Yeah. Pretty funny. Um, didn't actually result in a fine, so uh, no more uh, or no further um, wage deferral <laughs> yeah. for the club. Which or increase nice in membership fees for next year. Yeah, and I just realised I'm drinking a... Exactly, and I'm, I'm dr- drinking a gr- Dutch beer that has a green bottle, and every time I put it up to the webcam, it disappears because it's green. Oh, the holy webcam shit. Is a, Wow. There's a green Con- screen, content, right? Content. So my, look, yeah. my hand is my you hand is slow. You know, look at that. You know, Isn't podcasts cool? aren't a visual medium, right, James? <laughs> I, <laughs> no, it doesn't. It it looked I'm, every. I'm three high It looks pretty cool. And our listeners should. That's like the uh, when yeah. the when the so queen fine. did a, an address the other day. She wore a green dress. It happened, to everyone. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Head onto things. Exactly. Uh, that was awesome. Anyway. Jim and Jameson's uh, body. Oh, God. Oh, you, you guys follow a different med- social media that. than I do. Um, <laughs> moving <Yeah>. on. Twitter's <laughs> accessible. <laughs> and it is your playground. Um, hey, Pamela <laughs> Um Moving on, and um, I'm getting excited, guys, because we're, we're getting Quick, close to <laughs> – it's my, it's my go-to. Um, we're getting close to our uh, statue question, which, which had some brilliant interaction. But oh. last, week, uh, last week we put out a tweet for a question, and we will uh, get to that very quickly after uh, something that we spoke about last week. I've gone to this in a very, very roundabout kind of way. Um, Oh, but uh, we'll we'll cut this content. out later, maybe. Um, nope. So last week we did a uh, eleven under eleven, which was Sydney FC uh, eleven starting eleven who had ten or less appearances, and uh, Sean threatened to do a, uh, a Sydney FC Auckland <laughs> threat. That's eleven very aggressive. <laughs> he, he did threaten. <laughs> I, I say that. Because we know this is things people yeah, want to listen to. I say that because um, <laughs> we all know that if Sean puts his hand up to do a uh, you know, a first 11 team that um, there's probably going to be 87 players in it. So thankfully, uh, Joven, Joven or Jovan put uh, put together a Sydney FC bulk on 11. I love uh, his initiative. Good on him. Brilliant. No, really. And and what a bloody team. Sean, um, before you go through the, the 11 and the subs, can you, um, just for those uh, not 
uh, au fait with, with what the word Balkan means, could you just give us a quick rundown on... Do you want uh, the, so what do you say quick? <clears throat> I don't want the Wikipedia, um, <laughs> you know, the entire Wikipedia page. I just I'll, like... I'll, I'll cut out the references. Maybe the country, yeah, maybe the countries involved when we, when we term yeah. Balkan. And on a side note, the Balkans is a fantastic restaurant in, in Darlinghurst. Really mm. great steak. Um, but I was like, the Balkans, for those who don't know the Balkans, um, Albania, Bosnia, Herzegovina. How do you say it? Herzegovina. That's the one. So Albania and Bosnia and the other one. Bulgaria, Croatia, Greece, Kosovo, Montenegro, North Macedonia, mm. Romania, Serbia, and Slovenia. And I didn't realise Greece was a part of the Balkans. I Neither did I. Neither threw did them I. in that kind of Italy, Mediterranean thing. But yeah. if Jovan says Greece is part of the Balkans, who am I to argue? And Wikipedia too. Um, it is an absolute ridiculous team. <laughs> if only they could all be on the paddock at the same oh, time. Holy crap, just give us the silverware <laughs> now. So he's gone a 4-2-3-1, Sean? Yeah, I, I don't mind the... Um, formation it's better than a 4-2-2-2 but anyway mm. that's just me um starting at the back unsurprisingly <laughs> Yanyedovic. uh no sorry uh oh, God. starting at the... <laughs> oh, wow i just fell off his chair yeah. um, <laughs> starting at the back yeah uh, jovan has put vukovic um goes without saying yeah he's a beast um and i think across man. the back here he has had to be a little bit creative with playing like some centre backs out mm, wide, but mm. doesn't matter, doesn't matter. Uh, we've got Petkovic. Uh Nicola. as, as yep. Uh German and Popovic as the two centre yep. backs. So that's a Croatian uh, Croatian centre backs, is that right? Yeah, I, I was too lazy to put and Jovan did great detail in terms of um, what country of origin they're from. Yeah. Maybe Jimmy could look that up and do something. Sitting there in the Starship Destroyer. In his death bar. Starship Destroyer. Oh, my God. Sean, you're losing it. Quick. Um, Have another beer and get through your crap. Rudan at left back. Um, And then our two centre mids, Milos D, uh, Dimitrovic, one of my Mm. all-time favourites, with Terry to his side of him, Jason of him. Yeah. Yeah. As in Terry McFlynn. Antonis. McFlynnovich. Works. That sounds all right, yeah. McFlynnovich. That's brilliant. Ahead of them. That is the best content we've put out. Petratos, Ninko, and Zrilic across in front of them with Petrovsky as the centre forward. The aforementioned and, Stash Petrovsky. Yeah. It is a brilliant team, honestly. Even the bench. Even the bench is, is ridiculous. Oh, the, the bench is just, it's just not fair. Um, <laughs> the, the fact that that starting 11 is already brilliant. And then you've got these blokes on the bench. Uh, Nechevsky, um, Ivan, Ivan the mm. Terrible, uh, Pedge. Pez Bodgy. Uh, Jason Kalina, Socceroo, mm. Golden Generation, you know, Stalwart there on the bench, Zadkovic, um, Luki Ivanovic. Luke Ivanovic, yeah. Jono's, and one of Jono's favourite, the Despot. The Despot. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's your favourite, but he doesn't get any minutes. Well, yeah. he's retired now, so he's not going to get many. 
Oh, Luke, Luke Ivanovic. Oh. Oh, but he's, he's been a bit injured, um, and I'm sure he's fine now with all this layoff. But, yeah. So yeah, thank good. you, Jovan, for that great initiative and putting that together. I think that's absolutely brilliant. I would, the only kind of change that I might make would be maybe Antonis for Kalina. Kalina in? Yeah. Yeah. But but what a team! I mean, it puts my eleven under eleven to shame. I think they'd. Uh, I think the Balkan Sydney FC Balkan eleven would uh, probably outdo my uh, my eleven under eleven. But uh, very good, mm. very good. Thank you, Sean, for taking us through it. Thank you, Last Jalan. week we were asked a question uh, live whilst we're on uh, recording duties, and it was about uh, penalty shootout and from any Sydney FC players in history. Who were the five players that uh, we would choose to line up for them, uh, including a goalkeeper, which we chucked in a bit at the end? So, Sean, uh, actually, Sean, you just finished talking. I'm going to go. I'm going to go straight to the one and only James Pierce Senton and ask Jimmy, who would be your five players to line up uh, from from all of Sydney FC's history? Uh He's probably hoping that <laughs> Yank... Did you see what I did? I just... <laughs> no, I missed that. I assumed. So, Sean has pre-filled the, young, the run sheet with my first name. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, perfect. <laughs> uh, yeah, because, uh, you know, we were talking about this on uh, Messenger earlier today and I'd or- already had Yank on nice. lined up. You're hoping that he has um... four brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. We can clone him. Um, yeah, so obviously Yanko, um, because he can put away a penalty. Didn't he put a, two against put away two against victory in the right, game? Man. I think you're right. Yeah, because I think I saw that repeat in the last um, last game before mm. the season was called. I think you're right. Um, so certainly Yanko, because he's gorgeous. <laughs> um, my second pick would be. And I just don't know how this oh, is going to fly yeah. with the lads. Rezaga oh, yeah. Chowdjad. Yeah. Bait. Because he can win under yeah. Hey, pressure. there's nothing wrong with uh, the Gooch. I love the Gooch. But, um, yeah, no, it's um, sensitive. Oh, but for God's sensual. sake. Um, Interesting choice. Should I stop drinking yes. during podcast? Yeah, change the midstream. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Jonathan, no, no, I've had my moment. Should I keep going yeah, with my list? Yeah, or just, yeah, keep just wait for you to come. Keep talking about your senses. The great Reza, Reza, good Janajad, uh, Brock, nice. obviously, uh, Dwight York, mm-hmm. Yorkie, yeah, yeah. How can you not? And ah, oh, shit, I've got something to You know what? I don't think I have because he hasn't oh. been that impressive. Oh, well, don't pick him then. I just, I, I, well, obviously. <laughs> Cost of um, No, God, no. I was, I was actually thinking um, Adam LaFondra. What? Hasn't been yeah. impressive? I look at Adam LaFondra. I Fuck look at Adam hell. LaFondra. Stop drinking, Jimmy. And his record, his record Stop. is great. His record is great. But I am not filled with confidence seeing Adam walk up for the penalty spot as I was with my fifth pick. You're a fucking madman. 
I, I, and my goalkeeper would be. <laughs> I love it. I love that. That's good. That is good. I'll pay that. That makes up for your bagging of Alfie on penalties. Jesus. I'm an Alfie fanboy. I reckon I, love I feel more no. confident with uh, Alfie taking a penalty during the game than rather than to like win the grand final. Mm, okay. The way he yeah. the way he takes them, he kind of lives on the edge a bit, doesn't Thank he? You. It's, it's all about power. Yeah. Now I've had a, but he looks like he's been yeah. and flaring. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I mean I by I don't mean. have the confidence. Yeah. His record speaks for itself. But I would rather Bobo, who can just drill it. It's it's short man corner. syndrome, isn't it, Jimmy? You just you know you, you don't think Alfie's intimidating. Don't arm talk, yeah. <laughs> Really? Can, can you guys do the back to back thing on Skype so I can see? No, we cannot do the back to back thing on Skype because that's a ridiculous suggestion. So, Jonathan, why don't you give us your goal kickers then? Penalty takers. Um, goal I've kickers been... is fine. <laughs> They're kicking for goal. Oh, okay. oh, oh dear. Um, well, okay. So um, I've had a sneak peek of Sean's, and I'm glad to say that uh, none of mine, Sean, match up with yours. And only. Holy shit. Only. Actually, no, none of mine match up with Jimmy's, which he just went through. So no. Jimmy had. Yanko, the Gooch, Broski, York, and Bobo. So the first one I've gone with is um, current manager Stephen Corica. Is okay. My first one um, was, was known he, to. Was he a good goal kicker? Mm, he was. Uh, <laughs> he kicked the goals pretty well. Did he kick the ball good? Yeah. <laughs> Why was Sean? That was slightly racist. There was an ethnic accent. <laughs> You're sorry. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, shit, bro. To to <laughs> step into um to step into we've really got to stop drinking and podcasting. Um, the second person I've got in defence is uh, Adam Lafondra. Is, is the Alf? Man, you said in defence. Yeah, defensive. We, we didn't uh, literally mean goal kickers. <laughs> in defence of Jimmy, uh, thinking that he 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 wasn't a um strong ah. kicker of football. Uh, I think he kicked all good. Um, Third one, I haven't got really on obvious ones. I've gone a bit of throwback. So the third one I've got is current Wellington manager um, Ufuk Tello, uh, who used to line up pens for the club. Um, Tello. Very famously, very famously, after putting us up uh, 2-0, in a Nation Champions League game against Ural Red Diamonds at, at the SFS, um, about 20,000 people at the ground that night. Uh, I think he actually hit a cro- hit the crossbar in another penalty attempt, which would have got us through um, the group stage then. But, um, you know, of course, the commentator's curse. I remember listening to it, sort of said he hasn't missed one in, you know, 18 attempts or something. And then he hit the crossbar and, and didn't score, um, Talley. But that night, interestingly, Interestingly enough, fun fact for that night, the Ura Red Diamonds coach was Holger Osik. There you go. Wow. Yeah, uh, way back in 2007. So is my third choice. Um, fourth choice is a bit controversial. Uh, um, and it, it, it actually... picked a W League player. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, 
Damn it. I really They're from done. Victory. I really should <laughs> Musket. Like what? <laughs> I really should have done that. Um, that is uh, Shannon Cole. Oh, wow. Okay. Shannon Cole. Now, it's controversial because, as many listening to this will know, he did miss his penalty attempt in the 2020 grand mm-hmm. final. Um, but absolute dead ball specialist. Uh, Sean, you and I uh, were fortunate enough to be in the year below Shannon at uh, high school. And uh, if you remember some of the goals that he used to score for the first 11, um, so I remember a particular one against uh, some Spiridons, I think it was. And Spiras, yeah, the, the ISA, It was for the regional or Catholic schools, uh, you know, Cup or championship or whatever yeah, it was. Premiership, whatever. Just uh, I remember him scoring, uh, I believe it was a penalty and one from outside the box from a dead ball in that game. And he, he continued that on in a, in a very, very, um, I feel, underrated career for Sydney FC before, unfortunately, defecting to uh, that other mob. But uh, he's my fourth choice. Mm-hmm. And the last Ooh. one, I went I went for Branners. Uh, the only... I almost put player. him in. Yeah, the only player to score, as we discussed on a pod a few weeks ago, in both the 16-17 grand final and the 18-19 grand final. So, okay. And your keeper, Jonathan? Keeper was uh, Danny Vukovic. Mm. Okay. Well, Sean, it's up to you. Is it going to be a Vukovic white, whitewash? Oh, I should have done all my penalty takers as keepers. That would have really... <laughs> <laughs> they can goal uh, kick good. Uh, look, my first one, mine are probably a bit more traditional. Um, Bobo, because he's Bobo. Um, Bobo. He's like the Brazilian Pele. Um, Uruguayan <laughs> 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 uh, uh, swearing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Adrian, oh, kill me now. Adrian, oh, I think just absolute class. And if Adrian only he could have stayed good. another year or two or, you know. He'd um, have a statue. Yeah. Uh, Ninko, because he's just ice cold. I can just see him tucking it away in a corner, not even not even shooting for goal, not even doing a goal kick from the penalty spot, just passing it into the corner. <laughs> um, so I got Bobo, Adrian, Ninko, uh, David Carney wasn't one to shy away from a corner uh, with his left foot, might kind of fool the keeper a bit, Arnie, take it okay. with something else. And my fifth choice, which might be a little bit of a surprise, um, Luke Wilshere. Luki Wilshere often took um, a, a number of the penalties for the Socceroos. Okay. Um, and he would just, I think he would be, you know, no fast, no frills, just slotted into a corner. Did he take one against Uruguay in that 2005 one, Sean? Oh, or? mate, that's before my time. I can't remember. <laughs> um, it's going back too far. Don't in yeah. isolation, I, can't, I don't know what day it is. Um, <laughs> goalkeeper Vukovic. Your beard says that. Yeah. Vuka. Uh, wow. I got a couple of honourable mentions, which is unlike no, you me. Don't. No, you don't. <laughs> well, you're not. No, no. Let's move on. All right. Well, um, <laughs> sorry, can, we, can we just um, quickly hypothesise? Have we ever had a better keeper than Vukovic? Well, if you listen to the pod so. two weeks ago, uh, clearly. James, uh, if, no, he, if he's on. not on it, he doesn't take an interest. Yeah, that's right. It's almost <laughs> like it's all about James. Um, I 
I it it, it is interesting. It's a good good uh, content, Jimmy. So I is put it? Bolton because I was just told it wasn't. No, no, it is good. I put Bolton <laughs> um, at number one overall. So I did a top five. Um, I put Bolton as one. Vukovic is two. And the only reason I guess I did that is because Bolton was here for you know five years, won two championships. Um, one of those was also in a penalty shootout. So Vuka for me, whilst probably um, the better keeper, uh, was only with the club for a year and won that one championship. It was an amazing season, oh, an amazing season. So yeah, so well, that's why I sort of went in this in this particular scenario. If you had to pick one, I would have gone Vuka to do that. And now, excitingly, uh, we posted a, a, a question at a Twitter sphere. We did. So, casting our minds into the future, it's 2023, where we have our brand new, beautiful stadium. Uh, who knows what it's going to be called? But um, <laughs> and we get the opportunity, or the club gets the opportunity to build a or to make and and place a statue, a bronze statue of a Sydney FC great. Mm. And we posted it out there to all our listeners and fan. And um, unsurprisingly, we, can, we all can tell who was head and shoulders above the rest. Mm. Um, the one and only Alex Brosk. So he just absolutely, you know, raked in the votes, so to speak. Um, then there was Daylight. Daylight was second. <laughs> and then... Uh, <laughs> Uh, that would be a hard uh, statue to make. Yeah, uh, I don't know how you get. I don't know how you do a, a beard in bronze, but um, <laughs> be majestic. Um, and then Corica and Flynn were, were two others that featured heavily, heavily. Mm -hmm. Sorry, behind mm -hmm. um, Broski. Yeah, there's a few other honourable mentions. Uh, Seba, Seba got a couple of mentions. And I, and I did, yeah. yeah, yeah. I liked a couple of the, like Seba. Seba takes a good photo as well, mm. and uh, the the you know celebration in front of victory with the the hand behind the ear, and uh, there was another the one Australia Day game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hot knife through butter, yeah. and um, yeah, some great mentions. So we, uh, so guys, because you know we're allowed to, and it's uh, we're all members of the panel. We thought we would. Try and go into a little bit more detail about what we would like to see, uh, Sean. That doesn't mean that you can have more than one statue, but um, oh, <laughs> I'll give you two. I'll give you two. But actually, Sean, why don't you why don't you lead us off? What um, when when we spoke about this in the group chat during the week? What what were your thoughts? I was hoping for like a Charlie's Angel style esque pose. <laughs> of of Corica McFlynn and Broski, Corica McFlynn and Broski. Okay, yep. You know, like you know, like that old school Charlie's Angel pose where they're like they're holding the guns and ones <laughs> in the middle, and they you know, two the other two are they wearing lycra? <laughs> yes, nice. in my okay. mind they are. Yeah. <laughs> um, but look, you know, in all seriousness, come on, John, let's get serious now. Um, if, it's a serious oh, podcast, Jonathan. Yes. Sorry, geez. Please stop taking us <laughs> off track. Um, if I had to pick one, and I, I, I thought about things like, you know, how many games they've played, they've had to win a trophy or, or more, the seasons involved. Um, I think they shouldn't be a current player. I think they have, they've had to have retired and moved on to 
whatever else. Um, mm. I think they should have only, well, this might rule Broski out, but maybe possibly have only ever played for Sydney FC. Um, At least in the A-League, yeah. Yeah, I, I reckon our first one would, would be uh, Terry McFlynn. Yeah. Yeah, if, if I had to pick one, I'd say Terry. Yeah. Nice. Inaugural, inaugural member, uh, won trophies, one of Sydney FC's greats. Um, yeah. And he's remembered fondly, very, very, not so the others aren't, but he's remembered very fondly by past and present members and fans and spectators of the club. You say, um, you say, Sean, that it wouldn't be someone that's currently playing. So if the stadium's opening in three years' time, I think Ninko has signed up to, to finish up that year, so maybe it counts him out. But um, one of the one of the points uh, one of our listeners and, and friends of the pod, uh, Brady, had a chat to me about was he was talking to his mates, uh, Sydney FC sporting mates, about the question and sort of said, is the name Milos Ninkovic too ethnic? <laughs> For the Joe Average that's going to be walking past this statue at the stadium. Well, uh, is the statue for the Joe Average or is it for us? The, well, that's, the, yeah, the, good the, point. The Sean's and James, well, maybe not James, but the Sean and Jonathan's and the Slowies and the Grant Mews yeah, of this yeah. world. Yeah, or, I agree. Or, you, I or, agree. or are, they saying, or, are they saying they're seeing it as a potential opportunity to kind of, a kid walks past and goes, Daddy, who's that? Oh, well, yeah. that's... Uh, that's Alex Bross' son. Uh, he, oh, you know, yeah. they might get them into the game. He, I think he was thinking more, you know, if we have one tro- one one statue uh, on this, you know, Walk of Fame, whatever they might want to do with it, uh, hypothetical it is at the, at the moment, you know, he's going to be up against people probably like Freddie Fittler, um, you know, maybe Phil War, the Waratahs. Nick you know, these, yeah. These, um, <laughs> yeah, well, Uncle Nick. <laughs> be good if you could pay for the stadium. Yeah. Um, but he's going to be up against these, like, Australian icons, I suppose. Um, whilst Milos is obviously a Sydney FC icon, is he going to appeal to the broader uh, landscape? I, I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting discussion. I mean, like you said, he's our hero. Um, but I wonder if that would come into it. I wonder if that would yeah. come into it. Or do you pick somebody a little bit broader for the average Joe in that cross-section of, of the country and the city? And I like somebody's mention of um, Graham Arnold. Really? Mm. It's good to see that, you know, a coach. Like, you know. He, he, I'd like it. He'd be one of mm. – or he would be our most successful coach. And um, yeah. uh, several yeah. people would know him beyond being yeah. senior, for those who are Sydney FC. Could be. I think it yeah. might be too soon for him. Going back okay. to the time past, like yeah. if he if he'd done what he did ten years ago, okay, um, maybe you know it would it would live in the annals of history, sort of thing. But mm. um, yeah, I don't know, James. What were your thoughts, my friend, on uh, on a statue at the outside it's, the new uh, stadium? Yeah, I'm I'm not going to have popular opinions on this one. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, That's okay. Yeah, it's your opinion. It's your opinion. It's not. It's, it doesn't have to be a popular opinion, mate. No, actually, not Yanko, and that didn't even occur to me. Yeah, so right. I feel. I feel sad that I haven't. You've been typecasting. Done the right thing by Mark. He's there. too tall. There's um, too much bronze. No, I just. I, I feel like I've met let Mark down. No. Um. So, my my pick would be Bros. Mm-hmm. 
I like the Graham Arnold idea, but I don't think it'd stick with the fan base. Mm. He's too much of a divisive figure, especially as mm. ex and now soccer is coach. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I hate ter- I hate the Terry McFlynn idea. <laughs> what? Why? Yeah. This is the controversy I was talking about. Do you know who he is? <laughs> uh, t- club legends are club legends for life, and you can't take away from Terry McFlynn's achievements, but he's gone to Perth. He's not playing for them. He's gone to Perth. He's on staff. He's working with Tony Popovich. He gave us 15 years. Sure. And the recruitment and all that back-of-house stuff that he initiated mm. and, and contributed to. But is... he left. But he left. His wow. wife's from Western Australia. He's allowed to, you know, <laughs> love is love. He's from Ireland. Yeah, love, love is love. love. <laughs> How funny. Um, no, no, fair call, Jimmy. I, 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 and, and I respect I, I, your I'm opinion. I'm not taking away. I still like McFlynn. I have, you know... I've been to Mitchell's bar, blah, 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 blah. Well, that but would rule out Bross then. He, he started with Brisbane. He started with Brisbane, but he became a club mm. legend. You're allowed to go... Okay, so my logic is, and this may be selective logic, yes. but my logic is it doesn't matter what you've done before. You came here, you became a legend, and you didn't leave. Mm. But, but Jimmy, you're wearing an FC Barcelona j- shirt right now. Like, I don't know if you're allowed because to be I'm on this podcast. I'm fucking fat, and it's the only thing that fits. <laughs> All right? It's festively plump. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Sorry, Cartman. No, no, fair. Look, I, I understand what you're saying. I, I think my, my retort to that is um, I think Terry did more than enough and, and gave a lot over 15 mm. years to the club. Um, 15 short, fleeting <laughs> years. I'm going to tell him where you live. <laughs> you controversial. You don't know yeah, where I live. Some of his RIA buddies do after you. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> All right, Jonathan, what about you? Let's bring some um, logic into this. Funnily enough, I uh, – logic slash boredom. Um, funnily enough, I thought long and hard about this, um, and I can oh, I can envision this in my – in my mind's eye, James. In my mind's eye, I can envision. Boring. Tell us the. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, 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 I've narrowed it down to two as well, Sean. So I think uh, I'll let you have I'd, it. I'd like. Um, I'd like. I need to do my own. I'd, <laughs> I'd like a ten foot by eight foot sort of gold mural of the record breakers. So and in metric, no, no, just just eight, just ten foot by eight foot. Um, in metric so is that all Jonathan. sixteen or all squad members? Yeah, yeah. So I'd like the image of them raising the toilet seat with the you know Hyundai A League uh, half circle in the background. So that will include obviously Arnie and and whatever else. And uh, hang um, on, hang on. Yeah, Can I, you you posted the question saying the record breakers. What statue singular? Yeah. Implying, yeah. but then I, I thought about it, and and, and I host the, totally I host a podcast, so I thought I'll just do what the fuck <laughs> I want. So, yeah. Yeah. I like the I like I like it, and that that would be wonderful. <laughs> so that's but, that's that's more of a it's 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 flat, you know, it's it's up against a wall. Um, as my Charlie's Angels one would be as well. But okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but if 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 I had to do one, I I went for um, I went for Milos Ninkovic. Uh, and the okay. pose that I would like him to be doing is uh, 
jumping over a Down fence somewhere, jumping over a fence somewhere. Like How his famous, his famous hop that he does, like you know, over the fence to celebrate with the crowd. Um, do you want, 16, do you want the COVID bronze as well? No, look, you know, I just <laughs> I'm picturing I'm picturing the old walk up to gate E, gate D at at, at uh, Allianz, right, or along the left hand side, and you know you have that garden on the left uh, where the gates were. I'm picturing him jumping over, like you know, the bronze statue jumping over one of those fences, you know, in all his glory, uh, with his shirt in hand, uh, so, to signify the the penalty win in sixteen seventeen grand uh, final. Uh, that will more look like he's yeah. stolen a car radio and he's, you know, yeah. making away with it. Uh, hey, the stadium's not in Parramatta, all right? Um, <laughs> but, um, but, so that's 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 what I went. I mean, look, it would be brilliant if we had. Uh, our own home where we could have, you know, five or six people. I, I cast my mind, and, and you guys probably know this more than I do, but I cast my mind to a stadium like the Emirates um, in London for Arsenal. And walking around that stadium is just, uh, it's mind-blowing. You know, you've got the, the, the murals basically up around the um, underside of the stadium with, you know, Martin Keown, Thierry Henry, Dennis Bergkamp, uh, Ian Wright, all the Arsenal players arm in arm around there. And then they've also got the bronze statues around the place. Um, again, I think there's a Bergkamp one and, and an Henri. Um, it'd be great if we could have that. I just think in, in being realistic, that's why I sort of went with the one. Well, uh, why, the why not have in there, building upon that? Like I, I've been to the Bernabeu over there in um, Real Madrid. Um, Real cast hurts me. <laughs> um, why not have like a, a, a museum in there? You know, maybe one for each of the clubs that you know use the stadium. You because know, no one likes the Sydney Roosters, Sean. Well, you'd have the Warrens, Arsenal, pass, just Real empty. Madrid. You're wearing a Barcelona shirt. You don't have a exactly, and, we're, and I'm a Tottenham fan. We're talking, about we're talking about Real Madrid in my Barcelona shirt. Yeah, like, Tottenham uh, I just need to hang up. I just need to hang up. Party is <laughs> over. It's terrible. Party is over. Yeah. Anyway, so tell us about Real Madrid, Sean. No, I won't bother now. I'm just saying a, a museum might be a nice idea. Anyway, anyway, Jono. Um, Yo. You actually yeah, shut up, James. Um, <laughs> The Socceroos panel. Um, I've seen... Yeah. Yeah, so Nick Rojas uh, reached out and asked us uh, what our thoughts of it were. Um, it was close to two hours long. Um, so we had a, a Zoom... That's a lot of it is. We, I watched it in a couple of stints, but um, it was... Uh, if you haven't watched it, at least make some time to, um, to get onto the Optus uh, social media and, and, and watch it. So we had... Johnny Aloisi was was basically playing host with uh, Mark Schwarzer. And then you had Josip Skoko, uh, Craig Moore, Vinnie Grella, and the big man, Big Dukes. And um, they spoke about the state of the game, basically, in Australia. Um, what's going on? What could possibly happen? Um, what were my thoughts on the whole thing? Uh, it, it was it was brilliant, but it was also very sad. Um there wasn't much positivity. Yeah. There are a lot, as we know, there are a lot of problems with Australian football. Um, and and everyone, everyone seems to know what they are, whether it's a closed league system, whether it's 
too much money for you know young players registering for football, whether it's the salary cap not working, um, whether it's uh, again the state federations, why are there boards at, at every state level? And why do they have so much control over what happens with the rest of the game? Um, everyone knows it. Everyone knows it. And, and the guys spoke very passionately about their experiences coming up through the, the, the youth ranks, through the NSL, through the AIS. Um, and, you know, one, one, thing that, one thing I didn't agree with from Josip Skoko was, you know, they were talking about the passion that everyone had for the game and back then. And I thought, well, mate, come on. Like, we have passionate A-League fans. There's no doubt about it. Um, I thought that was a bit of a, a comment that, I don't know, maybe I misinterpreted, but he was sort of saying, you know, there's no passion for the game. It's all, it's all about money. I think what he meant is that everyone's out to make a buck these days. Um, and it's not about football. It's not about the game. Uh, and, and there are a lot of things that we could do as a, as a footballing nation to improve that, and we have to put football first, and, and that's just not happening at any level of the game. Everyone's self-interest is getting in the way. So um, I, hope, I hope it reached the right people um, personally, and again, I'm no expert, um, but I, I really like what James Johnson uh, is selling. I'm buying what he's selling at the moment, He's only been in for not even six months yet, I don't think. Um, but he seems like he's got the the, the measured head to um, get us through, first of all, what is unprecedented times, but then get us out the other side. I was listening to uh, the Fox Football podcast during the week, um, Long May It Rain and Long May They Continue to Pay our clubs the money that they so richly need and deserve that's a whole that's another topic from another pod but um so robbie slater was saying with uh adam peacock that uh you know the state federations just suck so much money out of football uh and they they and again the socceroos uh ex the golden generation agreed they said basically the state feds should should leave and it should um, the money should go centrally to the FFA and be funded down, um, yeah. but that's just not how how it mm. works. Rather than um, being state associations, I think they said just have them as branches. That's right, and that kind of exactly. strips it back a bit of the power. Like when I register myself each season, you can see the cost breakdown of what where that yep. money goes to, and yep. overwhelmingly, yep. overwhelmingly goes to New South Wales football. Yep. So that's uh, one of the things I took out of hearing the chats and previously with the one-on-one um, -on -one ESPN one with Viduka was, A, the, the states have, the state bodies have too much control and too much say and they would all have their own agendas. Mm. That's one. Uh, B was also the, the cost and registrations. And I know with coaching through the mm. SAP system, mm. kids as young as 10, 11, 12, 13, are paying fifteen hundred, sixteen hundred kind of dollars to play a season, which is mm -hmm. just ridiculous. So it's very discriminatory. Um, basically, if you got the money, that's right. You you can play. Well, that certainly helps greatly. And the um, what was the other one? Um, oh, the AIS. Like yeah. saying. So my understanding with AIS, they had it, and then they got when the A League came about, they mm. disbanded it. 
um, and yeah. then they put the trust in the A-League clubs to do their own kind of youth systems and it's happened for some and not happened for others? Yeah. Yeah, so basically they stopped it because they said, oh, great, the A-League's here. So instead of spending the $1.8 million on the AIS every year, we're going to distribute that to the A-League clubs to run their own academies and house these Olympic or, or you know, potential Olympians. Um, but uh, that money never made it their way to the A-League clubs. So um, it, it's, you know, it's been a black hole and uh, it... it yeah, one of the many, uh, many wrong, wrong decisions and and you know think wrong things that have happened in the last ten to fifteen years. And and again, I, I'm not sure if it was Boz's pod or or Robbie Slater, but uh, it might have been Robbie Slater actually because he he came across very racist at the time. But um, he was basically saying that all of the wrong, major wrong decisions with Australian football since qualifying for the World Cup in 2005. Um, have been made by foreigners. So, you know, the, the Dutch football system, the, the technical directors that have introduced SAP where you, you know, you're not allowed to do a goal kick for Christ's sake. You know, you, you've got to kick the ball out or, you know, you, you can't uh, tackle someone until they've had a touch, you know, get rid of scoreboards, that sort of stuff. And it, it, it's, it's it's wrapping these know. kids in, in cotton wool. Uh, I yeah. see it. I've coached in the SAP system and wrapping the kids in cotton wool, it, it stops them from being creative uh, players yeah. and being good decision makers. Um, it's kind of really boxes them in. So this is how you're going to play. And so when another situation and there's a, a plethora of them that happens on a mm. football field mm. at any given minute, they're like, well, I don't know what to do because I'm only used to doing this and this way only. Yeah. So it, it, I feel it kind of stunts their growth mentally and physically on the field. One yeah. Thing, yeah. Um, if you want something that's it's not Australian football related, but gives you a sense of the type of wheeling and dealing and where all this money goes and how it's reused, and it's not a, not a pretty story. Uh, there's a book out there called Red Card. Mm, oh yeah. Um, it's called FIFA and the Fall of the Most Powerful Men in Sport. Oh, yeah. Basically, chronicles the FBI investigation into FIFA and corruption and bribery. Sepp Blatter. American and... Yeah, Sepp Blatter, but specifically, um, Sepp Blatter was a nice byproduct of the investigation. It was specifically around South American, Colombian uh, football. Um, and it's like, it's not a positive story. It won't mm. leave you feeling positive <laughs> and happy about the state of the game, but it does make you wonder about these ridiculously high registration fees uh, families are paying across mm. the country, money going to New South Wales soccer, and then where's it going? Yeah. Mm. Right? And what's it being used for? And, and just kind of the endemic corruption within soccer or football, rather. Um, mm. Fascinating read, and I just nice. thought, you know. Um, interesting to add to the conversation nice. and, and kind of expand how it all yeah. works. No, thank you. And um, one thing I one thing that came across from a lot of the pods that we just mentioned, so the, the both Fox Football pods last week, um, as well as the Optus chat with the Golden Generation, I feel like I feel like uh, something has been let out of the bag somewhere about a second division. 
um, mm. because all of them mentioned that it's happening. Uh, so, or that it's happening soon, and this COVID might be the reset, you know, to 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 make it happen. So it sounds like to me that James Johnson could be well. He's got the feds on side, which is which is great news. Um, and so if we're not, he's not going to obviously get them on side and then say, "Sorry, guys, you cease to exist." Um, but he's got them on side, and that probably means that we're going to see. Um, a connected football pyramid in some way in the not too distant future. That that's my that's my hot take out of um, all of those those uh, different media's that came out. Was that the talk about um, what was it? Maybe like I think they said when if and when a second division comes in that there is no relegation for the first two seasons. Um, there was also a mention about do the NSL club, or oh, sorry, NSL, the, the current gonna NPL clubs just get automatic first choice into going into the top two tiers and things like that. Was that the? Uh, that was Robbie Slater chat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he, yeah, look, he he didn't go one way or another. He said he had a soft spot for the NSL clubs, obviously. But look, who knows? Who knows what it will look like? Um, who knows? yet if if any of the a-league clubs will actually make it through this um i've got grave fears for the central coast mariners um i i find themselves in division two a i just don't well i don't even see them coming out of this to be honest if they don't have the fox money i really think they're they're going to struggle Um, so watch this space, I guess, when it comes to James Johnson and, and the state of football, I like, you know, it might be a bit of a cliche thing, but get these, these six fellas and the like on board, pick their oh, brains, no. you know, they were, they, they had like, they're called a golden generation for a reason. Um, you know, I've seen a bit of Duca's, you know, like he's, he's, um, his goals against Liverpool that game, Jono, you must've, you know. Love watching all of that kind of stuff again and reminiscing and, and Harry and the like. And these guys were playing in the top tiers of, of football during their time, whether it be in the English Premier League. May not have been at the biggest clubs in the English Premier League, but they were playing in the EPL, playing in, in the Eredivisie and things like that. So pick these guys' brain. Yeah, absolutely. And and I hope they do that again. Uh, Johnny Aloisi threatened to do the same hookup again uh, Sunday night. So... We'll wait and see, but like I, I said, who else they could get? Well, they get whoever they, they get whoever they wanted. I mean, H H obviously wasn't involved. Um, I feel like H probably um, can we would, get wouldn't quite fit in with that group. Um, but but you know, um, got Chipperfield, yeah, Mele Sajowski, yeah. Emerton, yeah, all all of those guys. Um, they've got Thompson. so much to add, and they just like I said, it just. It, it oozed, um, it just the even the conversation oozed class, you know. It was mm. it was really great. So re- highly recommend watching it. Get behind Optus because they're going to get the A-League uh, sooner or later. And yeah. um, I will be cancelling my Fox Sports and probably Foxtel in the not-too-distant future. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see where that goes. Okey-doke. 
All right, that almost brings us at, uh, to the end of the pod, Jonathan. James, you still there, mate? Um, now, Slowy, he uh, mentioned on on our Twitter sphere during the week. Um, I think this might be a great idea for us to do, maybe in, over the next week or so. Um, but he's got a, a thoughts of a Sydney FC Sydney FC team, a starting eleven and five subs. Now the rule is only using one player from each season. So if you pick Brosk, which I'm sure <laughs> you would probably figure into your eleven, um, you pick the season that he's from. And once you pick Brosk and a season, you can't use that player in that season again somewhere else in yeah. your team. Yeah, look, the slow slow did a very, very good job, to be honest. Um, I I don't think I can better it, so I'm just going to use his team. And um, <laughs> <laughs> and read out for those that didn't see it on, on Twitter. So so one player from each season, um, you've got to make your, your starting 11 and bench squad. So well, I, hope, I hope that Balkan 11 team fits into those rules. <laughs> so I'll just copy and paste that. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, look at the, listen to these names. So so in overall season, 2005-06, you had Clint Bolton. Um, season two, Alvin Checkley. So, season three, Janinho. Season four, T-Mac. Season five, so obviously when we won our second championship, Simon Colosimo, who, who, who gets forgotten oh, about yeah. a bit. Um, again, former Socceroo and uh, won the Joe Marston medal that year, one of our, one of our two Joe Marston medal winners. 10-11, um, he went Shannon Cole, which I was very happy with. 11-12 uh, season, Stu Michalik, then followed by Del Piero, Seb Ryle, Dimitrovic in that, outstanding 2014-15 campaign where we uh, made the GF in Melbourne. We won't talk about the result. Uh, Matty German the year after, Ninkovic in 16-17, the record breakers. Adrian for his one outstanding uh, season. Uh, We were on the Premier's plate. Alex Brosk from the 18-19 championship year. And Adam LaFondra from the current season. Current season. Pretty good bloody lineup if you mm. if you don't mind if you don't mind so uh very very good have some fun with that sean if you do that mate during the week we'll uh, we'll listen to yours next week fantastic i'll have about 20 players and just break all the rules but yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> but i like to like post all these senior c11 uh, you know first 11 teams you know whether it be the all aussie or the visa or the balkan and you know maybe put up to twitter and say you know who would win in a in a, in a tournament? You know, Who's, yeah, that's who are the true. best of this lot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah good call, good anyway. call. All right. Anyway, well, that's us. Um, we have tried and tried to hold out, I guess, uh, a, a bit to see if uh, the A League or FFA release anything tonight. Unfortunately, as I look over my uh, Twitter right now, they are talking about an A League grand final that happened uh, eight years ago. So. It doesn't look like we have an update tonight, guys. Um, however, we'll be back next week and uh, probably back to our usual Tuesday. We'll see how we go. Thanks, everyone, for listening in. Jimmy and So, Tom, Jonathan, I'll see you next Tuesday. You will see me next Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Like All right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right. And uh, thanks again, everyone, for your interactions and listening. Keep us entertained. Keep asking us questions. 
and we will talk to you all next week. Bye.